It is Tasmania Talks. Mike O'Loughlin with you and our entertainment guru is Mr. Peter Ford. Peter, what a pleasure. Good morning. Welcome again. Good morning to you, Mike. Always good to talk to an award winner like yourself. <laughs> you are a good man. Thank you. It was actually lovely to be up for four and to get two. And I was so proud of Rhea, uh, former producers, and, and I got one and then just missed out on a couple. But yeah. what a good night. And I was... Saying off air about Mitch Tambo, he did a version, indigenous version of You're the Voice, was one of the best uh, entertaining features I've ever seen. It was just a superb performance. Yeah, no, I've seen him do that. It's very, very well done. And I'm pleased it was a good night. I'm hearing from everybody who was there that, you know, they did have a good time. Sometimes that, that particular event go on way too long and people get far too drunk. And Well, they stopped the speeches, which I thought was a good, even because all we had to do was walk up because you think, oh, who, who do I thank and I'll miss out and blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, but that's right. No yeah. speeches was very good, except for the Hall of Famers, uh, which was Kyle and Jackie O. But oh, we'll try and shut them up, you know. Yeah, that's impossible. <laughs> That's impossible. Let's let's talk about Elon Musk. Talk about uh, trying to shut someone up, taking over Twitter. Well, this will be very interesting. Now he's bought Twitter after a false start a couple of months ago. He did actually end up buying it, and he obviously has thought things through and he's making changes already and getting rid of people who are saying they're not getting their correct payouts. And we're talking about payouts of ten, twenty million dollars. So they're obviously not going to walk away from that. They're going to fight it in court. And his other executives are leaving of their own choice. And a lot of big-name celebrities are leaving Twitter because he now owns it. And he says he wants to make it into a much nicer place where exchanges of ideas and differences of opinion are welcomed, where nobody gets belittled or all that stuff. So he's saying all the right things. But quite how he's going to make it happen is a bit of a mystery. You know, already he's talking about people who are blue-ticked have to pay per month to to keep that. Now, I've got that. It took me quite a while to get it, too. It wasn't easy. So now, I mean, I'm quite happy to pay $8 a month if I have to to keep it. But uh, the thing is, he's going to make a lot of money out of, you know, there's millions of people who've got the blue tick, not just me. And uh, so he'll make a fortune out of that. And he says that's a, a good starting point, not to make money, but a good starting point to get rid of people who are just running anonymous accounts and just being trolled. Yeah, I think, uh, look, he's irrespective of being being a character, shall we say, he's a very intelligent man. Well, he is, but of course the other interesting twist is he's also going to be playing in the sandpit as well as owning it. You know, he likes to be on Twitter, oh, he likes to be active and stir the pot, and he wrote something fairly disgraceful this week about Nancy Pelosi's husband and then went and deleted it. So I think it's going to be very fascinating to see how it plays out, and from a business perspective, perspective from a media perspective because you know twitter is the one that i Mm. I know people who are on twitter think the whole world's on twitter and they're not Uh, but it is true that a a lot probably the bulk of politicians are the bulk of journalists are so it is a fairly major force in the news game these days listen uh harry's book's out prince harry i should say and uh, it's out it's called spare Yes, so that's a play on the phrase, the heir and the spare. Yeah. And, of course, William was the heir and, and he was the spare. So the fact that he's chosen that as a title, I think, probably indicates the tone of the book. You know, is he hung up about that? Does he, you know, does he feel like he didn't get a chance that he should have got? Or It, it just almost suggests negativity. Uh, now, we have to wait until January 10 when the book is released. There probably will be excerpts from it that will come out before that. 
that. Uh, that's normally what happens with a book. And usually, no matter how you know anticipated the book is, the author usually has to do at least one big interview. Yeah. I can't think of any book that's ever come out where the author hasn't done anything at all. It'll be an Oprah. Yeah, and Oprah was very equivalent, yeah. I'd say. But, um, you know, the, the list price is $60 or $59.95, and already it's being sold for $35 by Big W and Dimmix, etc. Now, don't a lot of people are thinking, oh, that means it's a, a disaster and they know it. And that's quite a common ploy with books to do that. You know, people want to think they're getting a bargain. The publishers know they're not really going to sell many, if any, copies for $60, but they're always planning mm. it to be sold with $35. So we've also got confirmation that, that they have included the death of the Queen in the book. Now why that's significant is it does mean that they are able to put that in after she died four or five weeks ago. So presumably if they could put stuff in maybe they were also able to take stuff out because we'd heard that Prince Harry was panicking mm. and wanted certain sections to come out. So well, wait and see. It's a bit of a guessing game. It is indeed. And uh, oh, look, it's ongoing. It's not going to go away anytime soon. Um, Jerry Lee Lewis, so sad, um, but it was it was so controversial, wasn't it, so many years ago when he married his child bride? Yeah, well, I guess he really was the first celebrity to get cancelled. And I think we called it that way back then. I mean, yeah, even I call. wasn't around. But, uh, you know, now we refer to it that way. And uh, so it's been a problematic story, uh, you know, all along. And he deserves a place in history. And he was one of the originators of rock and roll. And, he, you know, you talk about sex, drugs and rock and roll. You go to the dictionary, you look that up, there's a photograph of him. <laughs> I mean, it's amazing that he was sort of the last one standing, or was the last man standing of that era. So many others, they're basically all gone. Yeah. I think Chubby Checker's still around, isn't he? But he might even be a tad after, uh, you know, those Sun Record Let's stars. Let's twist again. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but, you know, the, the problem was, of course, this one of the major problems was this marriage to his 13-year-old cousin. Yeah. So, you know, terrible now when we look at it in 2022. And back then, even then, it was questionable. Uh, but we had to accept that people in different cultures and different parts of the world think differently and they did back there uh, that's how it was but it did mean he paid a big price in his professional career as a result of it but the lady herself Myra who was that 13 year old girl has been giving interviews and she's not in any way angry about what happened you know she's not angry about being married at 13 she was pregnant at 14 she lost that child at 17 uh, so you know she then she had another child I think at 19 so she's lived an extraordinary life and thankfully from her point of view she's gone on to have a nice happy life she's now retired from the real estate industry and she looks back on all that with I think regret in as much as not that she was married at 13 she said I was quite happy to be the adult in the relationship I was the one who did the banking I bought the house for us I did everything and he was like the child so it's the reverse of what you might have thought not that that makes it okay but, but yeah that was her thinking but she just said drugs ruined the relationship once Jerry started getting into drugs it all ended Right, another one. Um, Rebecca Gibney, let's move on to This Is Your Life next week. I'm, I've always been a fan of Rebecca Gibney. 
Yeah, she's terrific, and oh, she's, she's going lovely. to be the guest on This Is Your Life next Tuesday. Mm. It's interesting now with this new version of the show, they tell us in advance who it's going to be. Exactly. You know, in the old days, part of the excitement was who's it going to be, and then if you didn't like the person, you'd switch off straight away. <laughs> so I guess the thinking is now, you know, let people know, particularly when you're doing these sort of very high-profile, very popular people like Ray Ma or, as I say, next week, Rebecca, who these days lives in New Zealand. She still obviously comes here quite a lot for work opportunities, but they look like they've got a huge array of guest stars, including Hugh Jackman and Deborah Lee Finesse, and they've also got her mum, Cheryl, who's a bit of a star online. If you follow Rebecca, she mostly does Instagram, and uh, she's very entertaining on Instagram, and, and she's always showing her mum, and her mum has been most unwell, but thankfully she was able to get to Sydney for the show. Oh, good news. I mean, I've been, oh, What's that? I, I do like Rebecca Gibney. How'd you go at the uh, Melbourne Cup, Pete? I did well, actually. Um, and I'm not really a punter, but uh, friends of mine were co-owners of High Emotion. And so I put some money on that, quite a bit of money, actually. I was paying 50 to 1 for the win. And it was even for the place, it was p- paying 13 to 1, right up until lunchtime yesterday. So um, not that I'm encouraging gambling, but I did put some money on that for the win and the place. So I did quite nicely out of it. But, oh, it's a mugs game, you know, and it's the worst race of the year to bet on anyway. Oh, it looked totally and it's the only race uh, I ever bet on anyway and still my horse is still running so I won't even go there. <laughs> what, what I what I thought was was incredibly humorous was here we are a wet a wet I should say stormy kind of a Melbourne day 90,000 people still turn up so many alcohol related incidents in the press I thought here we go every single time. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, look, I don't go. Um, I used to have to go years ago for work, but I always vowed once the day arrives when I don't have to go, I won't, because I don't like I don't like drunks. I don't like gambling particularly, and uh, I don't really like crowds. So it's not really a place that I would be enticed to go to. Go to. It's interesting, isn't it? Let's talk about um, the, the TV shows that are doing well and not so well. I think The Block looks like it's in a real mess, um, it seems. And then uh, on the other side of it, you've got Traitors seems to be rating well. Well, I thought Traders was dying, but uh, from what I read, I haven't seen a minute of it, so I wouldn't know. But the block is always pretty solid. You know, doing it in the country this year, I think, was a good twist. Um, I think they're coming back to the city again next year, but it was a good to break up the cycle a bit and do something yeah, completely different. And as always, they've had their dramas and their villains and all that, but it's been another big success, and I'm sure those properties are going to sell for a fortune. Oh, they will. It's in a great spot too, isn't it, Gisborne Way? Yeah, um, Julia Morris, um, look, great uh, comedic uh, talent, and uh, just I think she's uh, a lovely lady, and she's uh, been recently divorced, and she says she's staying that way, but she puts it so differently. Well, yes. I mean, I, I know Julia a little bit. I didn't know until I read it yesterday that she actually got divorced. I, I thought everything was going fine in that department. She certainly was very much in love. And I'm sure knowing the sort of person she is, she'll still want to stay friendly with him anyway. But uh, yeah, you know, she can always find humour in everything. And, you know, she says she's never going to have sex again. She's closed up the shop and <laughs> that's the end of it. So never say never, Julia. I love it. And to, to finish up, Russell Crowe, uh, the rumour was he'd married his um, girlfriend, Brittany, is it Theriot or uh, Theriot? Or? Yeah. 
Well, they obviously are very close, and you know they're together in Rome at the moment, where he's making a movie, the next Exorcist movie, which sounds really good. But um, yeah, that one of the magazines said they'd been secretly married, so he decided to kill that one off and say that's absolutely not true. Indeed, that's it. Well, Pete, I look forward to having our chat next week. Same time, same bat channel. You have the best week, and I look forward to it. Good on you, Mike. Take care. See you then. Tasmania Talks.